Welcome to the See Her, Be Her podcast with me, Charlene Flanagan. And me, Neil Ryan. So you may know us as the co-founders of Irish skincare brand Ella and Joe Cosmetics. But aside from that, we are two friends that share a combined passion for beauty and empowering women. Throughout this podcast, we will share our life and learnings about being mums, entrepreneurs and well, just us. (laughs) We hope to inspire and empower you to be the best version of yourself. We will also have some special guests on with us throughout the series. And should you wish to reach out to discuss or participate in any of the topics, you can reach us on chat at shbh.ie. Ah, push it. Do, 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 do. Ah, push it. Do, 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 Today, it's still 2021, but we are pre-recording and we are now in our future selves, 2022. Hello. How are we going to feel? Are we going to have eaten all the paws, eaten all the chocolate? I think I will this year. No, I'm not this year. No. Are you not? No, because every Christmas, every new year, I feel like absolute poo and I just am not doing it to myself this year. Well, I have been very strict on the whole dairy scenario for the last three months. So why do you want to make yourself feel like crap? Oh, because I love cheese boards and chutney. I love cheese boards. Now, the cranberry Wednesday day I came into the house there last week, I have to say I attacked a little bit, but just use your lactate. I know, yeah. I have these little digest bams and tablets. Oh no, yeah. I think every other year for Christmas though, because I was always working so much, people used to always say, oh, like I've put on weight over Christmas. Like I was the opposite. I was so starved, like, because all I did was work like all over Christmas. I really felt like I missed out. Yeah, but you were pregnant for two Christmases. Well, you had Anna Christmas Christmas Day and then you had Charlie, but you had two Christmases you didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you were working in your other capacity. My, when I go on holidays or when I'm on holidays, it revolves around Food. Well, we I'm know eating we breakfast like yeah. and I'm thinking, what am I going to eat for lunch? What am I going to eat for dinner? And I love all the party snacks. So, you know, when you go into Little and you go into the freezer and you see the party food, I would have all of them. Mm. But then they don't get eaten. Like, because nobody else wants them except me. And I'm like, I can't be a big gorb, but like, I just eat. Well, that's what you just decided that you're going to be doing. I know, but then, yeah. So, everybody gets into the zone. We're health and fitness has been on our minds to talk about anyway because it's been we've both had a big change I think in the last it's two years is it two years what age is Alana before Finn was pregnant three two and a half two two and a half yeah we got Siobhan to come down here um, Mm. a couple of mornings Charlie was nine months I think Charlie was about seven or eight months maybe in and around that yeah Yeah. when we started that and from then on I think we both have had a huge shift in terms of our attitude to fitness. Oh, 100%. Our, what it does for our heads as well as our bodies. It's more about the head for me than it is mm. about the body. And Siobhan's very much into that. Yeah, mind yeah. first, body second. Yeah, but I think the strength that comes with the conditioning and with the, I suppose, 
getting yourself up, making yourself move, making yourself, but like getting into that movement. I think it's more like recognizing the the highs and the lows, you know, when exercise is part of your life. And for me, I didn't realize I had done so many different, I had had so many PTs, I had tried so many classes, I had tried so many things. Never, ever once did I enjoy it or look for, I felt like it was something that I had to be done. Yeah. But when I found Siobhan, she, I've always said it, she was my person. I clicked with her straight away and she just gets me. And I think when I, you know, she always talks about like remembering the feeling and bottling the feeling after you do a workout and, you know, you see that you know that a quote on Pinterest like you will never regret a workout or a walk or exercise yeah. or whatever else you know unless you break a limb or you pull something but like you know the endorphins and how good you feel and that's what drives you to kind of like show up all of the time but I think you probably hadn't done as much strength and conditioning either before had you um I would have done mainly hit training and a lot of cardio yeah so probably not as much definitely loads of hit training and cardio before I had the kids Mm. and I think for me after having the kids previous to having children it was all about losing weight toning up it was all about the body the body the body the body and being obsessed with the body whereas I've realized when I don't have my workouts in my week or I don't move in my week I feel it massively Mm -hmm. I feel it in my head I don't feel like I have the energy to give to everybody it's the same with food as well like when I'm not eating right you feel sluggish and then that shows on everything else more than what you were saying there about the cheese boards like why would you do it to yourself because you do you get headaches you get groggy your tummy is upset you know and it's just you do you feel and I think we underestimate the emotional impact of eating something that we know doesn't work for us like we all have we both have things that really don't work for us food wise mm-hmm. and that don't make sense for our bodies yeah but we still consume them like i'm after having two cups of tea today i'm gonna be like loopy laura laura <laughs> sorry laura sorry <laughs> um this evening but you know a caffeine really badly affects me but i need to stop it's no more than the dairy i need to stop um having it to then have one bit to recognize, yes. holy freaking very moly! Very you know, true. like Whereas this when you're is not consistently good eating and yeah. drinking something every day, you're, you're just never going to notice. It's yeah. kind of cloudy, yeah. like it's like that brain yeah. fog. Yeah. Do you know? I do. I feel. Yeah, it is almost like my. I feel it behind my nose and behind my eyes. I get like this foggy. Like you nearly swear someone has blown smoke up my nose, kind of. Do you know, like in behind my eyes, you get those really weird headaches, like in your temples and kind of above your eyes as well. Aside from the normal stomach things, but I feel it mostly in my sinuses and in my head. Look and forward to that cheese board so now, are you? I don't care. It's worth <laughs> it. It actually is worth it. It is so worth it for a small period of time. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like when you do come away from it and when you introduce it. So yeah, like if you are aware, like I had this conversation with my husband all the time. He is adamant, like he just doesn't want to believe that he's intolerant to dairy. And like he'd be saying things like throughout his day, about an hour after eating, he'd be like, oh, my stomach doesn't feel right. Oh, I have a sore head. And you know, he'd blame it on something random. Like he'd be like, oh, that was the tomatoes or whatever. I'm like, had nothing to do with like the creamy, the cheese on the the sandwich or the wrap or, you know, whatever else it might have been. And 
when he when he does go dairy free, like you never hear those complaints out of him. I think the Dairy Council of Ireland are gonna come and take me. Like if I'm ever taken away in the middle of the night and you can't find me yeah, the Dairy Council of Ireland. Yeah, come to Kerry Gold. Because I know gone. So she is gone. Um But it's not just dairy, it's caffeine, no. alcohol, you know, Weesh I do not react to alcohol well at all. Like mm. I find even if I have one glass of alcohol for about two, three days afterwards, I have this anxious feeling for about two, three days. Yeah, after. that's a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of people have given up drinking this year it's not worth it for yeah. me like I genuinely don't see I get actually as much joy out of like you can get really good non-alcoholic options now we had that Noseco that no was seco. gorgeous yeah, was when really we hit nice. 50k we had that Noseco yeah. and we'll have to find some of that for the Christmas period I, know, I love that um, Copperberg 0% as well it's like yes. a cider yeah. so you feel like you're in the zone yeah. kind of in it's the it's like a placebo effect isn't it like yeah. you don't feel like it's not drinking my wadi or because I don't drink fizzy drinks or I don't drink juice in general so, like, when it comes to the nights out when you're not drinking with people, you know, I think in fairness now to the pubs of Ireland and, you know, even the supermarkets, I think this year has seen a huge shift in yeah. the non-alcoholic, like there's non-alcoholic Guinness. It shows you beer. where the yeah. mood is going, though. Yeah. Do you know, I think because we were forced to stay in a lot more people, a lot of people, well, yeah. some people went one road and other people went another road. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's definitely been more of an awareness of yeah. what works for us and what doesn't. Yeah. And like what ticks your box, do you know, yeah. um, in terms of how your body feels. Yeah. And like that's just being conscious of what works for you and what doesn't. So like for me, I find 90% of the time I'm good with food. I think my biggest issue with food is remembering to eat. I think that's probably the biggest problem. But when I do eat, I do... <laughs> what are you laughing at? I have no idea what she's laughing at. Remembering to eat. Oh my God. Yeah, because... Well, it depends on who you're around. I wonder, does everyone else, does it do other people know your signs, your twitch? No. So the eyes start Nobody. going first and then... Nobody. The I'm mouth. the only person that feeds myself unless <clears throat> Neve is around. The and mouth, Laura. The mouth starts twitching then and I'm like, and when was the last time you ate food? <laughs> I know. But I definitely <laughs> do find for me it's the it's the remembering to eat. Like you'd you'd push everything else out. Um Oh, I'm a weasel if I don't eat. Yeah. I'm a weasel. But my choices of food are always really good. Yeah. But it's the movement for me that I slack on. So we're the opposite because yeah. I'm really good at my movement. I'll do my sessions to fun. I'll walk or run. Like okay. if I have a choice between fresh air and I've written it down in my diary so many times. Neve, if you have a choice between fresh air and doing anything else, go for the fresh air. Because there's no comparison to my energy before. Like how many yeah. times have I called out to your house and been like, come on, let's go for a walk. I know. And we'll walk and talk. Yeah. And like even in the office yesterday, I was saying to Jenny, I was like, come on, let's go walk up to the ice house, 20 minutes, we're out, mm -hmm. bit of fresh air. Like there's no comparison yeah. in my mood, my energy, um, like what you can bring back to work and to everybody else. Yeah. Like when I have that, but my food is, I'm really good at doing the basis. Like I bring my lunch to work every day. Yeah. I have my same breakfast. But I am, I have such a sugar addiction. Like okay. I'm so, and I'm really, I'm PCOS underlying. So I'm quite glycemic indexy. Yeah. So I'd crave sugar. So I find it quite difficult to, like Christmas would always be a funny period for me because there's always sweets and sugar around. So like I do kind, kind of find it quite hard You'd to be like. you top like five mini like quality street like in one go and wouldn't even like. Yeah, like wouldn't even know that they're in my mouth. Yeah. yeah, but that's pure sugar. 
It's not like you it's pure sugar. Nobody else knows. Exactly. <laughs> That's pure sugar addiction. Me and Mihal. Mihal, you're my I friend. I know, yes, yeah. Mihal. You and Mihal go great together. Because, like, that's just, that's for me. That's probably you, the bag of tato. Yeah. Do you no, know? it's the crackers and cheese at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, I think that the awareness and speaking out about it, mm. like, for years, like, I never would have ever said that out loud. Do you know, and I think you've probably seen that transition in yeah. me over the last two years where I've been like, no, I actually am trying to do something about addiction. it. Yeah, I'm trying to do something about this. I'm, you know, trying to be good about it. I'm making positive choices for my body. But I think it's really hard as well because like for years I've worked with um, people in the industry and they just don't understand. They're like, oh, well, you know, just cut it out and just be whatever. I'm like, that's yeah. just not the way it works. Like yeah. if you've got a hormonal condition, yeah. which means you peak and trough, you are going to have, it's nearly like like hypoxemic index and glycemic index balancing. I talked to you about that before. Yeah, I was talking about yeah. trying to get pregnant. Um, like when you've got underlying hormonal condition, thyroid, PCOS, anything like that, or anyone in your family does, you're, it's like a diabetic. Yeah. It's like you, if you get a really low like that, you, your body just wants the sugar. Okay. But different things will make you low in energy. Like people can make you low situations can make you low yeah like yeah. you know um stress can make you feel low in energy weather as well i'd say probably has a lot Loads to do with of things yeah. like that yeah so like you could come out of having a conversation i find for me yes absolutely there's definitely an underlying sugar addiction but if i have a stressful conversation the first thing i want to do is pull the car into the shop and grab a bar of chocolate okay okay do you know what i mean yeah so like there's definitely a real emotional tie oh, to 100%. it 100 do you know yeah i totally can see how that, that totally makes sense, like, even in terms of when you're saying about the stressful situation. And I remember there was once, I think I've only ever, and you made me very aware of it, when you did obviously start talking about it and things like that, I remember once realising, like, I don't do it very often, but there was once or twice, that, well, there was a couple of months, and it was around the time that my granddad was sick, and I found myself going to the cupboard and just nearly sneaking a chocolate bar. And then Michal would make a cup of tea, and he'd be like, do you want something? And I'd be like, yeah. Just give me a chocolate bar. Like I was sneak eating. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, but that was, but I realized really then that it was just an emotional response to yeah. my granddad being sick and just everything that was going on. And it wasn't until, you know, I don't know when I had the light bulb moment or whatever. It must have been one day with the head stuck in the cupboard being like, why am I even going for a chocolate bar? I don't even like chocolate. Like I don't even want it. But it's pure but it was sugar. Just, it was just sugar. And that, I think we've all been conditioned as well. Like when you're small, you know, sugar is seen as a treat and it's like, yeah. oh, have a treat now. Sit down there now for a little while and you'll get a treat when you go yeah, home. Yeah. Or this is a big treat and it's a treat and it's a treat. So like, we're told that sugar and chocolate and sweets make us happy. Yeah, very true. And so we have that belief system in us, you mm -hmm. know, that, oh, when I feel low, when I feel stressed, I know something that's going to make me instantly happy. Happy is a piece of chocolate. 100%. Or a, or a bit of sugar. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and give you that lift. So it is, but I'm telling you, the amount of people, I suppose, like, you'd see it, like, it's in the therapy, it's in the treatment room when yeah. the door is closed and you kind of go, look, it's okay, like, you know, you can feel, you know, your hormones are off, blah, 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 whatever, or, like, a bit of underlying thyroid, and they'll talk to you, like, oh, and do you crave sugar? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, the kind of sugar where you'll go and you'll stop the car and you'll eat a packet of biscuits and you'll hide the full packet of biscuits, mm. and you could never admit it out loud to yourself, never mind to mm. anyone, a best yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of women that would just be like, yes. Okay. Yeah yeah but like Very as common. you said like it is just it's a condition and it's even like a female thing you know that it is almost like that um women love chocolate you know like just buy her a bar of chocolate and you know that'll be everything will be right in the world with the women if as long as you give them wine and chocolate you know the women will be happy and yes 
temporarily it might bring you a small bit of joy but then it's the after effect then that yeah. it leaves with you but you're not sitting in the car at 12 o'clock in the day eating or drinking a bottle of wine do you know what I mean or a bottle of you gin might or be. A bottle, you might be <laughs> whatever you're in town but I definitely think yeah. that it's a like, that it's an it's an addiction mm-hmm. like you know there is and you can take it one way or another and go yeah. do you know something like right this is actually not just something like oh your nanny like been like have an extra piece of cake or yeah, whatever yeah. you know that you're kind of saying right Kate okay, you know I really do need help with this yeah. and I need to treat it like it did is did you do anything like I know you read a book yeah I've done stuff over the years and okay. I've done hypnotherapy um, which oh, I yes, found I remember really, you did the hypnotherapy. Yeah. really 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 good okay. really good mm-hmm. but definitely at stressful times I'd find myself veering more towards the cupboard mm. and like that mindless eating definitely no more than like your head yeah, in the, the head just yeah. in the cupboard and you don't even realize how you even got there yes it's like you don't remember walking to the cupboard yeah but all of a sudden you're there with a snickers halfway down your throat yeah, and you're, you're like, like that's nice love my life oh jesus christ you had all them halloween sweets yeah no, um, i totally get it and siobhan would always even say you know when it comes to your eating patterns and i love this line that to you that, that she uses it's like if you have a little bit of what you fancy in your day you know it definitely helps it's not that it's it's about the emotions when it comes to food as well like I don't make myself feel guilty if I've had a takeaway I don't make myself feel guilty if I've had a piece of chocolate um I maybe I don't remember what I was like pre-children I definitely was obsessed with being skinny I was obsessed with the scales and I definitely had more of an obsession about my body but yeah, I think now I'm more comfortable with who I am and my size and my shape. I know how to dress myself and, you know, I'm more accepting of it. Don't know how really I got to that journey or how I got there. And um, it's probably just years of, do you know what it was? A light bulb moment for me was I, a photograph popped up in my memories of a time. It was Christmas time and I was dressed up and I had this lovely red dress on me. And I remembered that feeling of that photograph being taken and me all taking the 5,000 photographs of me of that night out. And I remember that night looking at myself and being like, well, I changed this dress. I look, I look fat in this dress, you know? And it was like two years later, like it was after having the two kids and whatever. And I remember looking back and when I look at myself, I'm like, oh my God, like look how slim I was. And to think, I remember nearly crying going out the door that night. And I think that was a moment for me where I learned that your mind can really play tricks on you and yeah. it can be really horrible towards yourself. Oh, like you can really, morphic. Yeah. Totally. Like really body dysmorphic. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I think photos do help in a lot of ways. Mm. I know Siobhan is good as well for getting you to track because she's like, a lot of victories aren't scale victories. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Um, but like, I think that you're right about the, she was, she'd mentioned something there that I thought the, that you had said and that I have found really good actually was, I love, um, it's not that I love it. I do love it. But, I because we don't can't, dairy doesn't agree with us that well like the peppermint fry right there's a peppermint one it's a green one yuck oh fabulous no. so I had really bad heartburn with a lot of the pregnancies and like everything used to repeat on me and I do have a sweet tooth but I love sitting down at night having a cup of tea and I used to hate the peppermint fries as well I used to hate them okay right but I actually really look forward to it now and if okay. I have that I feel satisfied Whereas I could be picking at like bits of cakes and bits of yeah, buns or bits of yeah. things around the house mm-hmm. and never actually taste them, never appreciate them. Yeah. But if I sit down and have that in the fridge at night and I sit down and have my cup of tea, I'm like, oh, that's lovely and it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Do you know? 
Um, but yeah, everyone has their thing with that. So it's, funny. Yeah, Mine, I know. Yeah, it's it's gas. But I definitely think when it comes to a learning thing that Siobhan and I'm not one really for like everybody is going to be on a different journey when it comes to weight loss or fitness or whatever it might be. And I would 100% if you're not in the know about where to start, remove everything that you've ever read in the magazines, any of those fast, you know, diets or whatever else that it is. And really, honestly, go and seek the help of, of a professional. 100%. I think as well, that was one thing that you, you'd kind of mentioned there and I didn't really talk about it was like that for me now it's about health yeah. because I want to be you know Siobhan was asking me the goals after Finn was born and I was like I want to be healthy I mm. want to be able to run around the garden after the kids mm. I want to be able to run up and down the green I want to be able to play a game of football with them mm-hmm. and that's really key for me yeah. do you know there's still a bit of me that wants to fit into my old clothes I know you're past that point where you're yeah. like you know you've thrown some of the clothes out and whatever mm-hmm. and I have gotten rid of an awful lot of my clothes this year as well but at the same time there's still a bit of me that like I don't feel like you know he's going to be two in March yeah I still don't feel like 100% myself okay. in my body yet okay yeah and it could just be it's probably if I really go down to it how much am I going to weigh for this therapy session <laughs> I get it though but I, I never want yeah. that girl standing in that photograph yes looking at the picture I look at her body and I say wow I would love to have that body but I don't want to have her mind I don't want yeah, yeah, to have yeah, 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 that yeah. hatred yeah. towards herself yeah, yeah. that she was crying and she looked fabulous. Like I look back at that girl pre-children and I look back at her and say, you were so unhappy with yourself and that's, just, and unhappy, that's yeah. just not the way that I want to no. teach Anna and Charlie about their bodies and, and their minds. For and for me as well about the food, the, yeah. that's a big thing for me and a big driver is because like the kids are way more conscious like of what yeah. you're eating and what yeah. you're eating with them and I'm a fussy eater yeah. in general. Um, you know, I'm very veggie leaning but I'm like, oh, make sure you're eating your fish and make sure you're eating your meat to them. And, you know, you're trying to practice what you preach, yeah, of course. you know, in terms of them getting a bit of balance and you're talking about their food soldiers mm. and building their soldiers up so they're healthy and strong. Yeah, yeah. Everything and is about strength. Yeah. And if you want to play and have loads, you know, show me your muscles and, exactly. you know, like, yeah, yeah. last year, I probably would be beating myself up a lot more. Okay. And like, it's something that you said a lot of the time and it definitely resonates with me that you're like, if you eat something, you're like, you don't feel guilty. So I'm no. definitely more in that mindset yeah. and like, fine if I have a bit of a binge so what I don't yeah. turn the whole day into a binge no, yeah. like if I have a bit of you know have four, I remember putting into my thing one day my um, my fitness pal because she fought as my friend in it she's like did you have 10 biscuits yesterday I was like yes yes I did I know but it is about making yourself accountable and as yeah. you said you're peppermint fry and that was a big changer for me when Siobhan when I first started on my journey with Siobhan and I don't count calories now because I'm very aware now of like you know the calorie counting kind of for most of the stuff and kind of I'm more at a well I don't, I'm not going to get into it but anyway it's basically about if you enjoy that peppermint fry in the evening time and that's 200 calories in your evening something else has to give out of your day if you're hitting your calories like let's say whatever you're on 1600 calories a day and if eating your breakfast lunch and dinner you're hitting your 1600 but you miss that chocolate bar in the evening have maybe have an open sandwich or have a salad instead of the sandwich maybe you know whatever it might be it's about making yourself accountable for 100% and I think I a key like light bulb moment for me this year was about the picking like in my head I think 
oh, the picking doesn't count. The picking Does. is the calories. The picking no. is the big part and, of it. Yeah, well, it's 100%. I wasn't putting them into my well, fitness pal. Well, I was you know? what I was picking and I was like, holy yeah. freaking moly. Even like I could picking have a up slice the, of chocolate fudge cake. But like I could have been putting on seven fish fingers, three for the kids, you know, yeah. or three each and then there'd be one left over just for me and I'd pop that fish finger in and I'd think nothing of it. I'd be like, oh, I only made the kids fish fingers today. Yeah. But like, and I know it's not a major thing, but if you're at that all day. Well, if you're eating sausages and you're making them yeah, sausages. Yeah, and like and you're picking it there a yeah. little bit or, you know, you're sharing but you might as well sit down and have your lovely takeaway or have your lovely piece of cake or whatever else it is but that was a big game changer for me so instead of making myself feel guilty about having the chocolate bar in the evening I was like well hang on a second every day put in that treat into your MyFitnessPal so then you can see how you're working backwards then for the day. So if you're on, let's say, 1,600 calories a day and you like a Snickers bar in the evening time or whatever it might be, it might be two digestive biscuits, it might be four, blah, 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 put them into your MyFitnessPal. All of a sudden then you're down to 1,400 for the rest of your day. So you're you're not going to, I think there is statistics that show you'll get to the third week of like, you know, you're reducing your calorie intake and then all of a sudden you'll have a week and you'll just completely binge no, and you'll yeah. ruin because you've you've starved yourself yeah. your body of whatever so but also we're female and i think yes. that that's something that doesn't come into a lot of no well in and like jeez louise like for years i've been going on about it mm-hmm. and it's only lately like i know um Siobhan and um michelle Foyle and shelly's fitness yeah on instagram yeah they have done female-led hormonal based stuff lately yeah. which is brilliant because I know going to people before and they'd be like, oh, they'd be talking to you about something. I'm like, no, the week before my period now, forget it. Like, I'd be like, I know it in myself by my cravings. Yeah. But I think that sometimes we discount that and we're like, oh, you know. Whatever. Oh, I did a bad week that week or you you weren't great this week and you were picking at this, that and the other. Like, well, hold on a second now. This is hormonal. Yeah. Like, you've an invisible injection going into you every day, basically. Yeah. Do you know? So, like, of course, you're going the to The guilt is a off. huge part to do with it. Like, and it's like, I see it a lot in my DMs, you know, from women messaging me saying, you know, I'm, you know, I'm after having my second baby and, you know, I just really, it really upsets me. It really upsets me to think that there is such an institutionalized thought towards like, you know, our bodies and like how we're not good enough if we're slightly overweight or if we're overweight or whatever it is like you're so much more than what you weigh and I know it's a big part of like you know when you feel good you know you feel like you look good and when you look good you feel good and whatever else but it has to start in the head first it really has to start with you genuinely seeking professional advice whatever it might be whether it's hypnotherapy a therapist or whether it's a PT and finding somebody that understands you your lifestyle that you've got small kids and that you can only fit maybe 20 minutes into your day or whatever it might be everyone's situation yeah. will be different like, Siobhan started with me even with the food because I'm good on the exercise but she started saying like you know even if you do your three meals a day and your two snacks mm. you know and get yourself to that so that you're not picking all day long yeah you're not telling your body all day long you're hungry yeah do you know and i was like yeah that's a really good idea yeah. there's some good girls to follow as well ursula walsh does great ursula walsh is healthy fitness yeah. uh, healthy kind of soups healthy snacks yeah. and things like that for the know? family as well which is great yeah. like it's she so, she has three small children and she's very good for showing how you can even get veggies and fruit into things yeah. you know to get it into the family her food is amazing anything Unreal. i've ever made Divine. on her page has always been gorgeous yeah. um and actively once said as well about try to get the feeling that you're getting so what feeling do you want to get? By say it's either toning up like that, fitting into the pair of jeans, whatever else. Mm. What's the actual feeling? Mm. For most people, it's to feel sexy, it's to feel confident. Yeah. Um, 
it's to feel happy in themselves. Yeah. But like, are there other ways that you can make yourself feel sexy? Yeah. Like, you know, by putting on like your nice jewellery in the morning, yeah. by putting on a pair of heels, yeah. by, do you know... Putting on a bit of fake tan, you spraying know, your favourite perfume on yourself or putting your oils on your body. Whatever. Yeah. I think if you spend a bit of time thinking about what feeling you're trying to chase yeah. and try and figure out ways in your day that you can bring that into your day earlier on, mm. it does help with that mindset, I think, as well. I think clothes have a lot to do with it for me as well. And, you know, I have always been, not always actually, like definitely when I was a teenager, I would have been the one that wore, never wore a pair of jeans when I was a teenager because I was always almost embarrassed of my bigger bum like which is awful because like beautiful bum beautiful bum like I love it now um it's funny now the Kardashians made it sexy all of a sudden and big bums then were a bloody thing I was like yes I'm in the game but clothing for me um I have seen things that are on trend and in style and I I'm okay with the fact that those things don't suit me people always message me and say everything suits you Charlene I'm like no no it really doesn't but it's you're just brilliant I, for that you yeah. know like and like even when I've been shopping with you you're like oh this style would suit you and I'm like what I remember when you had Emer from Flaunt she was at your yes inside, inside out. Out. and we were talking about oh my god what would be amazing to understand and I was like whatever clothes types suit my shape yeah and actually we found that there's a thing you can get online yes and that's a really good idea to do something like mm. that even for the new year if you are doing your declutter yeah and you're going right and like there are and even i did a great you can put in your dimensions and it tells you what yeah. what type of shape you are and then She's, it gives you an idea um, she y style is it what no it's um yes oh, is it y style y style is it i, no. I did stuff with her yeah oh, i know Hold on oh, we'll find nine to five style yes and I did a exercise with her. You can do a styling session online. Yeah. But part of the best thing that I found out of that, and I said to you before, was going into Pinterest, looking at the style of workwear that I liked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's all like caramels, blacks. Yeah. They're all the things that I'm attracted to. That sleek, that's what I thought looked lovely. But in my wardrobe, it's like a rainbow. Yeah. Like all of the colours and all of the brightness and whatever. And it's going, Neve, what is happening here? And I think as well, all the mix and matosha styles and... Yeah. You know, and I have ended up spending so much money over the years and stuff that doesn't fit me, that I don't send back. Yeah. So I've really halted my yeah. spending. Yeah. Um, I haven't halted the be... spending. Definitely not. But I know what suits me and everything that's in my wardrobe. Like, I, I know what suits me. I know everything from a material. I know everything to the sleeve length. I know where the, the empire line would be on a dress. I know the length of the dress. Like, I even know the websites that I go on to and... I look up the height of the model. So the model is five foot seven. So I'm thinking in my head, right, okay, that is above her knee. I'm like, that's going to be six inches longer on me. Like I know all of that. I look at that model and I'm like, I look at the name of the material. Is it cotton? Is it polyester? Is it viscose or whatever? But that's how I know. That's how I don't waste time then on, you know, like jersey material I know suits me because I'm quite fleshy in my body. So like I know that if I have anything that has no bit of stretching in it at all, forget about it. It might fit me around my waist, but it's not going to go near my arms. It's not, you know, and things like that. So I know definitely what suits me in terms of my style. And I have my mum to thank for that because mum was always ahead of like, my mum like did her driving test in her high heels. Like she's just a very glamorous woman. And she taught me from a very young age. Like, I was wearing pencil skirts when I was 15 and 16. People used to laugh at me when I was in school. They'd be like, you kind of look like you're going through the menopause, Charlene. <laughs> like, I just, I dressed so much older for my age. I loved those 
high-waisted um, A-line skirts that are all in style now. And everybody yeah. laughed at me for wearing them. I couldn't find them anywhere until obviously a few years. I was ripping when they came into style, actually, because I felt like they were my thing, you know. And then everybody was wearing, like, 1950s, you know, style dresses and clothes and whatever. But I have definitely found what suits me and what doesn't. Like, you would never find me in, like, a fitted pencil dress. Whereas that's my yeah. style. Yeah, and it suits you. But if you, people often, like, they they look at me and my body and I'm very flattered by it, but I know how to dress myself mm. to, to flatter my shape. I know that if I was to put up pictures of me in those fitted pencil dresses, I guarantee I wouldn't have people questioning me saying, like, how did you lose the baby weight, Charlene, or whatever? Because you'd see that I carry my weight on my lower tummy. So I know to go for the A-line style, you know, because it's flat, more flattering on my body and I feel better in it as I well. I think it's all about confidence in yourself at the end of the day, isn't yeah. it? But it's about knowing as well, like even knowing when, you know, like the right length of your jeans, knowing whether to go for mid-rise, high-rise. And that can seem very overwhelming, but that's why... If you do find out, just don't look at the label. I My wardrobe could be anything from a size 8 to a size 14. I never look at the label of things in terms of the sizing and whatever else. Like I can be quite generic between a size 10 and a 12. Material, fit, shape, style has a lot to do with sizing of clothes. Find out your body shape and find mm. out what you like like what actually makes you feel better as much as I know you are so kind and you'd always say when I, when I wore a little mini dress out one night you were like oh my god like you can so wear that I'm like you have yes. fabulous legs I know we and have a lot of fights in, we um, do have a lot of fights in, over clothing uh, yeah and clothing but I places. you wouldn't see that confidence in me going mm. out I wouldn't fair enough I wouldn't walk through the pub or the restaurant with confidence you'd find me wearing a floor length coat because I would just and that's just me you know that's just what I feel confident in that's what makes me that's what brings me joy and good pair of earrings and a good pair of shoes always bring me joy as well I'm always like wear a simple little black dress and pop on a big pair of earrings and a pair of shoes and a red lippy or whatever and you know you can accessorize around things but yeah I know you touched on earlier even like after the babies um I just threw away everything I just was like no I'm not going to do this to myself I did it like maybe about two months after Anna was born I remember every every day torturing myself trying to get into my River Island size 10 jeans again putting them up are you wearing the head like I'm still not in my jeans like he's nearly two in March but you'd be surprised at the amount of people that do that like two months after three months after some people go straight back in and that's fair face yeah but like it just doesn't just just other people and yeah and I remember just doing that and I remember why are you why are you upsetting yourself every morning Charlene just go and spend 50 euro and buy yourself a bigger size like you know they'll look exactly the same on you and I did and it was amazing that every morning when I did get dressed I was like oh my god I feel so good and it didn't matter if it was a size 12 or a size 16 or a size 10 it was different on both my babies in terms of the weight and my shape and whatever else but it's, it's definitely, it has to start in the head and you have to just start somewhere with talking to yourself. I think actually Sharon from Peachy Lean um, is a really good advocate. You know, um, she does active wear. But with every order, she sends you like this little sticker. And I did have it up on me because she sent me a lovely pair of leggings um, when I was pregnant oh, with Anna. I have a pair of leggings for you in my house. Oh, thanks. Sorry for Peachy Lean, I ordered you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and she sends this little, um, like it's like a little affirmations card, you know. And she says, like, stick that to your mirror. So when you wake up in the morning, you know, you say these things back to yourself, like, I am loved, I am worthy, I am beautiful, you know. And it's just about talking to yourself in a much nicer way instead of turning around and saying, oh, you know, 
I hate how my body looks. Be like, look, you know, this body gets me up every day yeah. and I get to go to work and I get to run after my kids and I get to cook them meals. I get to cook me meals. But it's about talking to yourself just a little bit differently. And like, definitely that girl in the red dress, she always stays in my head. Do you know that I'm like, as much as yes, I look back at the body and I think, wow, you know, she looks good. But in her head, she was horrible, like, you know, and I never want to go back to that girl again. So that's just the biggest thing for me, really, when it comes to fitness. And I think if you're listening to this now in January and you are sitting there and you're like, oh, my God, and you're thinking about the marathon or the 10K or about climbing a mountain, just don't think that far ahead. Just think about one step at a time, Mm -hmm. maybe bring in the water extra water into the like day go to bed a little bit earlier yeah. even that can have a massive you know part to play in it massive get out and get a bit of fresh air mm. 10 minutes one day or set yourself a challenge yeah some people are into that i love those 100k in 30 days yeah. challenges did the get kids get new house. bikes maybe start going out with them more kind of like out on the road with yeah. like the bikes or the scooters but do spend or... a bit of time thinking about what yeah. you enjoy yeah. health and fitness wise yeah what ticks your box what are you doing it for what do are you know? doing it for yeah yeah what are you doing it for what's your goal yeah no definitely and yeah mine is just all about headspace it's just it makes me I feel like I'm a better and nicer person when I have done my two workouts a week and when I get a bit fresh air the fresh air though yeah Yeah. I am yeah we were just talking to Michal we have to bring him in because I was I know he'd be raging if we don't talk about him um, I was asking him how he's getting on with his Fitbit like or his Garmin and he's like oh, I'm doing no steps now because he's on the road yeah. I'm like that has to be a big thing for a lot of people as well mm, you know I working think from home and working stuff from home yeah. and in the winter time you know we don't tend to get out as much in Ireland because you know the weather's not great or whatever and it does do a lot to your head not getting out mm. so I think whether it's throwing on the rain gear you know and just throwing on putting on the Fitbit and trying to yeah. get up to your steps mm-hmm. or getting a bit extra every day you know, every little bit counts. And it doesn't have to be, as you said, it doesn't have to be a marathon. I've often just gone out some days and walked around my house 10 times yeah. just to get the bit of fresh air, yeah. you know? Or out here if it's raining, like I leave yeah. the office, walk up to the ice house, walk right out again. Yeah, you know? I know. It and doesn't it's... have to be like an absolute no. 10K walk. Like it no. can literally, it's like 10, 50, it do, they do actually say that it like 10 to 15 minutes a day will increase your energy and increase your mood if you move so even if you're only in the office and maybe you can't get out for a walk maybe weather-wise or whatever like that just I'm sure you've probably all seen on my Instagram like I dance like sometimes even just put on a three to four minute song or even a few songs and just fully boogie like you know just move it yeah Yeah. just like it's amazing the difference that it will make to you and yes don't if you're listening to this in January forget about what happened in the past you can't change it you can't do anything about it just hope you enjoyed all the I pies. hope you enjoyed it yeah. absolutely <laughs> and like don't get rid of the guilt but um yeah so we will obviously share um all the instagram handles of the people that we mentioned um in the description of the podcast so if you want to go and you know have a chat with them or seek their advice or whatever else then please do because we find them absolutely amazing yeah and yes just happy new year everybody and yeah i'm gonna Try, I'm going to walk to my car now anyway. That'll probably Enjoy. be... Yes. <laughs> okay, everyone. Bye-bye. We will talk with you next week. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you didn't, please say and do nothing. <laughs> we can't wait to hear your feedback, which you can send us on Instagram or email us at chat at shbh.ie. Have a lovely day. Thank you.